Hello and welcome to the Monkey Tell podcast, a bi-weekly video game podcast. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and with me as ever, I have my friends slash co-hosts. I have uh, Ben Jenkins here. Good afternoon. El Capitan, El Capitan. former <laughs> captain of the boat, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Marius Dunkley. Hello. Platinum Destroyer, I think that's what we settled on. Even though, you know, how many Platinums have we destroyed recently? Uh, none. Okay, that's not very good then. <laughs> it's the simple answer. I'm going to transfer you to the gold destroyer now, <laughs> until further notice. <laughs> you've, been, you've been demoted. Uh, we'll start, as always, with a, a question, normally a video game-related question. And uh, this one today was brought to us by uh, Brian Dart on our Facebook group. And it's, um, what's your favorite style of weapon? Now, okay, so Brian, that's not a bad question, but... You know, it depends on the game, really, doesn't it? It's, you know, like if it's a shooter, you're not going to say a sword. So let's sw swap that question slightly to what's your favorite weapon ever in the game? I think we've had a, a Marius, when he used to do his top fives, we had one where Marius gave us, like, his top five weapons, uh, uh, best weapons ever. But I don't think we heard from the rest of us. So um, we'll start with uh, Marius, because Ben looked like a rabbit in, a, in, in the headlights. <laughs> no more than usual. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for Ivy's sword from Soul Calibur, which is a sword and a whip, both in one, which is pretty cool. So is it like electric, so you can like make it... I don't, it's not the sort of thing you should think about too much, oh, but no, I'm it's not... just a sword that then becomes a whip. That's, you know, you can't put too much logic into these things. I can't remember. I'm sure there's some sort of story. Hey, the whole story is about a magical sword anyway, so, you know... Doesn't okay. really matter, but cool okay. weapon. Ivy, is that the name was? Ivy. Okay, yes. that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Have you got one? I seem to recall enjoying the flat cannon in Unreal Tournament being quite fun to shoot stuff with. Okay. Uh, so that's my choice, and don't look at me as if that's a <laughs> wrong answer, because uh, there is no hey, wrong answer. There are no wrong answers uh, at all. I'm going to go with the uh, portal gun. Uh, it's not quite a gun. Well, it is yes, a gun. It's not a weapon. You, you, well, it's very much a weapon. You can point a portal uh, a into a ceiling and then point the, the the other portal under an enemy, and it'll go. Uh, it'll fall off into his death. So it's mm. very much a weapon, um, and that's what I'm going with. I was going to go. Actually, it was last second change. I was going to go with the gravity gun, uh, but uh, which is predictable because Marius was already expecting. Here comes the gravity gun, but I changed it at the end for a portal gun, which I actually think is a better option. So that's what I'm going with. Very good. That was uh, our open question. And thanks again to, for Brian. Uh, we didn't quite answer your question, but we did at the same time. Uh, so, uh, well, uh, Marius likes swords. You like big Shot, guns, guns. And I like clever, <laughs> inventive guns. So Tools. there you go. Tool. Not a tool. It's it a fucking a tool. weapon. <laughs> well, we'll move on to our uh, now regular section, which is uh, That Looks Interesting. So that's the part of the show where we say, um, we say oh, we... Um, uh, I've read about this uh, uh, it looks quite good or uh, I, 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 I saw this uh, I played this game and it was quite cool anything video game related which we think is interesting that happened you know, recently in the last kind of like couple weeks, month so um, we'll start with uh, uh, Ben again please uh, what did I choose? <laughs> <laughs> you chose... Uh, oh, it was Scalebound, wasn't it? That's it. I f yeah, I found it very interesting that um, obviously Microsoft cancelled it earlier in the year, uh, but they have in fact renewed the trademark uh, or the IP. Um, mm -hmm. So whether or not that means they're going to do something more with it uh, with another studio, 
Um, I found that quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, have, I haven't read the story because uh, you famously didn't leave a link on the, <laughs> on uh. the story, and I don't know how to use Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it's quite normal, obviously. So uh, I'm Microsoft. I, uh, I, Platinum is doing my game. They, I don't like the product. I'm like, okay, you guys are fired. We canceled the product. But, the, but uh, the, we still like the story. We still like the IP. So we're going to renew it and maybe use it again with another... Uh, it might be Platinum again, doubt it. But they'll use it again with, with somebody else. So that's... Uh, when... Is it going to come out? That's the other question. And I, I, yeah, I, I think it's more interesting the fact that um, it wasn't very long after cancelling it, they've renewed it. Um, that's more the, you know, renewing an IP perhaps six months, 12 months down the line. But uh, I think it was only two or three months ago that, that Scalebone got officially cancelled. It could be coincidental, as in... Uh, you have to renew it every every so often, years or whatever, and then it came. It happened to be this was when it came up for renew. It could be that, uh, uh, or it could be uh, more. Uh, I think the game was looking pretty cool. It's not, you know, platinum games are not always my my, my kind of game. Having said that, I've been playing a tiny bit of Vanquish this morning, and I'm enjoying that very much. Uh, I understand that's probably their best game anyway. Uh, so I heard. Bayonetta is probably the yeah. best. But this is up there, so isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've heard Nier's quite good as well. That was Platinum, wasn't it? I believe yes. so. Yeah. Well, it was, it was co-developed. So they did okay. the, the fighting stuff, and then um, someone else, who I can't remember, did the, uh, the sort of RB, RPG. I, I think I want to play that, actually. That looks good. That looks good. I want to play that at some point. But so many good games, so many and good TV as well. What's happening? You know, and, you know, and things to do. Life, work. Nah, sod life. I need to have like 48-hour days. That would be nice. That, that might solve my problem. Uh, Marius, you want to talk to us about Alan Wake? Yes, um, so it's now been removed from Steam um, due to some licensing issues with the with some of the music on there. The, the licenses that they had to use the music has uh, run out. So as a result of that, they've actually had to remove it from Steam, which I find a little bit sad to be honest it was a it was a great game and i just find it, it it's a shame when these things get you know no one else can then sort of see them again just because of something like licensing i just feel that you know it, it's it's like a you know a game that was released years ago on a physical format it's still there isn't it it, it doesn't matter about that sort of thing uh it's something that we've only had now we're in the sort of digital age of of games that they can then cease to become available. Obviously, we have that with um, we have that with um, with uh, movies. Uh, like if you look on Netflix and Amazon, the reason the reason they um, they uh, keep uh, renewing their um, th- their libraries is because uh, things run out of licenses or they have to remove them. It's not so much that they don't have the license for the movie anymore; is that uh, you know the movie you know loses loses <coughs> license. So it's a similar thing. Uh, obviously, you can still buy the game. Um, Think for the next few couple of weeks or something, but you can also. Is it gone no, now? It, no, it's it, gone. Was, it was like a forty-eight hour. But uh, you can something. obviously buy the game in disc. You know, like uh, if you if you Xbox 360, or, I was going to say or PS3, but not PS3 because it was a, a 360 exclusive. Now I've been I've done. I'm going to be honest here. I've done about ten minutes research on this. So this is with me. Ten, my ten minutes research is good, though. I'll be honest. I can find a lot in ten minutes. <laughs> That's what but, she said. <laughs> but uh, ten minutes research, and I still haven't been given the answer. If I own the game on Steam, obviously I know I cannot buy the game again because obviously I cannot buy it as a gift for somebody else. But if I delete it from my hard drive, can I re-download it? Now I have not been given that answer yet. I, I suspect the answer is no. You cannot re-download really? it. 
Well, I would imagine so. They haven't got the license for it anymore. But I don't know. But uh, you've, I, you've already purchased the license for the game, so surely that still fits in with... I, I don't know. So I'm saying I've done about 10 minutes of research. So this is with, with yeah. my, me, like, 10 minutes trying to... When I read the, the article that uh, Marius put on, on, on the show notes, so I'm like, do a bit of, of, uh, of a Google, and nope, couldn't find anything. But I, 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 I hope we can still download it. As it happens, I still have the game on my hard drive, and I'll, I shall keep it there if, uh, just in case I cannot download it again. It, Certain games you, you cannot download anymore. Not, not games, the demo. What's that one? Uh, PT. PT, you cannot mm-hmm. download anymore, for instance. But that's mm-hmm. different. That's a that, demo. That's a demo. That's different. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just something that the industry needs to consider how to deal with this sort of thing. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting for a digital-only future. Um, will games get pulled? Do they build it into the uh, obviously when they're developing the game because obviously if uh, if we move across to, to all digital and in five ten years time those I, games get pulled then I, I really don't get it I mean I don't know if it, if it, if it was uh, the, the, the deal they done or something but this is the way I, if I was doing the, if the, I was pro- managing this project like one of my things I'll do at work I was I'll be going like okay we'll license the, 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 the song every time the game gets sold you get a percentage like a tiny percentage because we use the music and that's it no more of none of this uh, in tw- in 10 years you lose license no the 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 game is going to be there for forever and every time it's uh, it gets sold you get a percentage maybe what it is is it gets to a point where the the sales are so low and so low that administrating trying to get the money out of it probably maybe i'm already answered my own question that's probably what it is it's quite <laughs> hard to uh, 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 get the money back uh, i'll answer my own question there you go never mind and my my that looks interesting is um the new uh, Nintendo 2DX, sorry, 2DS XL, that's the one. Uh, now, why does it look interesting? First of all, it looks amazing. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you, have you looked at it yet? No, I've got a Switch. I don't need a DS. Well, this is exactly why it's interesting, because uh, once the Nintendo Switch got announced and then it got released, quite successful release it was, um, it's still, I mean, what, three, four months now into, 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 into it being out, it's still... Nearly impossible to buy one because uh, they they're uh, out of stock all the time. Uh, I think it sold like two million um, in the first month, which is good for 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 for, for I think it's over what they expected. So you you thought okay, so great, so they got a success hit here. So they they they, they maybe had uh, something else in the, in the background just in case this didn't work. But now concentrate all the efforts on 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 making the um, the switch successful. Like get all your uh, uh, studios that work on 3DS games and make them get them to do uh, Switch games. And uh, let's face it, you know, t- 3DS uh, has been the best Nintendo console f- for a long time now in terms of uh, quality in games. Uh, you know, and, uh, so I thought they would do that. Uh, but then they go and announce this 2DS, very competitive pricing. I think here in the UK it's maybe something like 120 quid or something like that. So really cheap. Mm. Looks amazing, like re- clamshell. The, the the same size, uh, the same size uh, screens as in the 3D in the 3DX XL, but closer to the 3DS in size. So they made the screens bigger, so, uh, uh, but obviously kept the same chassis with the two analog sticks again, so that you can play the, the more recent games with the same processor that the 3DS XL has. Just the only thing it doesn't have is 3D, which, if I'm honest, probably the thing I didn't like so much about the 3DS. It was okay, but uh, in certain games it was fine. Like, I remember Super Mario 3D World or something. That it worked on that one in certain puzzles. But it was never something that I was like, well, I'm, uh, I'm really impressed with this. So it's a really compelling offer they, they got here. So um, 
I'm surprised, uh, but at the same time, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, it is interesting that they've done that. I thought they would they would just uh, put all their eggs in the Nintendo Switch basket. But uh, well, no, it, it's it's much like them doing a, a slim PlayStation, isn't it? Which they always do when when the new one comes out or towards the end of the life of a of a existing console. It's but, quite normal for them to do a, a slim new version, slightly cheaper for those people that aren't don't have the money or whatever to upgrade to the next newest latest best thing yeah um i agreed but but the the the, the, the most surprising thing is that they're still develop, developing games for it so it's kind of like uh, no the normally one that happens is yeah you're right the last couple of years of, uh, of of a cycle and there's still obviously games coming out but they're already ramping up production for, for the new console but in this one here they, they're starting and or in a uh, or and mid-development for some new games. That's the part that's not so much the, the new hardware, is the fact that they're not deploying their A-teams, you know, the teams that do the, the new Super Mario Bros. and the, the teams that do those games. Uh, the, the, I want them working on Switch. But then again, you know, it's great that there's another handheld out there, which which is uh, great. Uh, maybe they're just sort of hedging their bets that uh, the Switch might not do particularly well. Um, obviously, the, the Switch has had quite a soft launch with... Like, for example, the off, uh, online features not being yeah. in the box. Um, obviously, they've got a few great games in the pipeline, but uh, they might just be taking the, the sort of soft approach on the Switch, and obviously they can fall back on the 2DS because it's a you know it's a known quantity that sells. So that okay. that could be their their mindset. Maybe, but um, well, I thought it was interesting. And another thing that I thought was interesting was Mario Kart 8. I've been playing that on the <laughs> on the Switch, and it's uh, obviously a 3DS game that got ported—not uh, 3DS game, sorry, it's a um, Wii U game that got mm-hmm. ported. The 3DS was the Mar- Mario Kart 7, which is also yeah. excellent. Now, this Mario Kart 8—you played a bit of it, haven't you? I have. Yes. It looks amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> it's really good. It's, like, it's really good. It's it's uh, 1080p, obviously. That's that's all the outputs at. But it somehow looks better than 1080p. It's just uh, I think that the way they, the colors they put, uh, the, how colorful it is, and the level design, the innovation they have, it's just great. And it's like 48 tracks or something like that, or, or more. It's it's been it's brilliant for me because I haven't played uh, a Mario Kart probably since the 64. And uh, no, all of the the levels from the DS and obviously the Wii, the Wii U. So for me, it's a brand new game, which is all new, uh, and it's a very Nintendo look to it. And it's it it sort of confirms my um, purchase of the Switch even more. Obviously, it's a Zelda machine and a Mario Kart machine now, and uh, I love it. It's a really good. Marius, you, pl- you played it on the on the Wii U. Yes, I, did, did. Th- th- I think this version is apart from the slightly upgraded, upgraded graphics, slightly because I think it was 720 on the on the on the Wii U. Um, apart from that, obviously, has all the tracks, all the DLC, mm-hmm. and a couple of other modes as well. But uh, you played it as well, so you, you you quite liked it on the. Yeah, it, it was a great Mario Kart game. Uh, you can dodge the blue shell now, which I think I think is interesting. Yes, there's a power up, isn't there? Well, if you, if you time the uh, 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 there's a couple of power ups you have, including the, including the shells. If you if you if you aim them at the right time, and jump and like throw back, you, you can dodge. Oh, them. Right, they can all. Very hard to it's very hard to dodge, but you can because it's always been my rubber banding has always been the thing I don't like about Mario Kart, but uh, at the same time, it's necessary. It works in Mario Kart for the multiplayer stuff. It's not so good on the single player stuff because you feel you're just getting shafted by the AI on it. Um, but it, it makes that's what makes the the multiplayer games fun because anyone no, doesn't matter how good you are in Mario Kart, 
if you just get shafted by the power-ups, you get shafted by the power-ups, and that's that, and that's what makes the multiplayer Absolutely. so good. Um, what, what I liked about it as well is I played the, the game now uh, on my own, and I played it against a few, a few people. Um, I had some people around here for, uh, for some birthday drinks, because my birthday a few weeks ago, and uh, we were playing, and uh, obviously you have the, the that uh, shenanigans of playing against somebody else and waiting with the red shell just before the, just before they get to the, to the finish line, throw it to them and just beat them to, to, to the line. But what I like about it, they've included this new feature. I don't know if it's on the uh, on the on the Wii U. Maybe it is as well, where they do assisted steering and, and acceleration, and they do that. Uh, that that's on by default, so you kind of have to turn it off when you're playing yourself. But what I like about that is when I play. With my girlfriend's kids, when we're playing against them, and uh, one of them is six, the other one is eight, the, we leave the assisted uh, steering <coughs> on a, an acceleration, and they're in the game. They're in the game because they're the, they're still accelerating, and they can go faster. They can still break. They can still use the power ups. But if they're going a bit off course, the thing goes like, nope, this way. So kind of like just uh, nudges them the right way. Yeah, that's and cool. it, and it really it, they really feel it doesn't, it doesn't, they don't feel like uh, they're being assisted because they really feel like they're they're really doing doing. Uh, Doing that, and it keeps them in the game for longer. So this six-year-old was like finishing second and third, and yes, you're right, you're, I didn't let them win because I'm that type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you cannot start early. You cannot start early letting six-year-olds win because that what, what's the point? That what, bu- yeah. that builds no character. Yeah, he thinks. Then he goes thinking, goes to school thinking he's a genius in Mario Kart, and goes and plays against somebody else and gets hammered. No, no, he needs to understand that he's okay. He's not great. He's okay. Anyway, so I quite like that. Uh, and uh, I think it's a great inclusion, especially for 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 when you have a uh, young ones playing. Uh, uh, like I said, it obviously looks looks amazing. And um, th- I've only played one track like this, but they've included point to point tracks. There's this 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 track which is uh, going down a, a mountain, SSX style, where you jump off a plane and then you you just go all the way down. It just starts on one point and on the other, so it's not laps. Right, uh, and it it, it it it's fantastic. It's probably my favorite 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 new track. It's just uh, not something I've never done before. I know point to point is is used in a lot of racing games and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm certainly not in the Mario Kart before. It, it was in the original. Was the, it the Mario Kart 8 on the the Wii U? There's a few courses like that. There's a few. I've only yeah. played one. I haven't played all 48 because there's a 48 of them. I don't know if I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other new feature, I don't know if it was on on the on the Wii U one, is 200 CC mode now. <laughs> With 200cc mode, you need to break. I don't know if you tried yeah. the 200cc yeah, mode. You, you cannot do your Mario Kart d- d- dashing around. If you don't break, you're going to be hitting every single corner uh, on the, and every single uh, wall and barrier uh, going. Uh, it's fast, and it feels fast as well. You can, the sense of velocity uh, is uh, is good. I like the word velocity. Mm. I uh, think the 200cc um, the is a nice inclusion, but I don't think the, uh, the the levels are particularly designed for it, so it's sort of like you say, you do need to break, um, and it makes it. Well, it just it just changes the course because the problem with racing games is, um, you, you, well, my, my problem with racing games anyway is you you, you learn the track, you or you, you get good at the track, you might get a slightly faster car, but you know you kind of learn how to play the track, and that's it. You know, uh, if uh, if you then pick a car which is that much faster, it changes the way you approach the track. So you, mm. you're breaking your breaking points are different. Uh, in this case, you go from no breaking to having to, to having, having breaking, breaking points. <laughs> but but uh, no, I, I think it, cha- it changes. And there's another. There's also this f- all those 48 tracks. Uh, but there's also the re- you can do reverse ones as well. Mirrors, mi- mirror ones, not reverse mirrors. So the, all the t- turns are, are, mm-hmm. are the other way. So it does have lots. There's, there's a lot of game there for 40 quid or whatever it was I paid. There's a lot of game there. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played online yet though, so that's my, my. I need to try that at some point. So um, 
No, that's uh, that's my record, and um, I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty no, good. I agree. Right. Okay. You guys been playing some game called uh, Type Rider? Correct. Okay. Do you want to talk? To, well, Marius, why don't you take us off on this one? Uh, so it was a two D sort of platformer. You essentially play two little dots uh, rolling around. It's about. It's, it's weird. It's about the sort of history of writing, essentially. Uh, yep. Each each level takes a, a period of, of writing, and ex- as you go through, you, you pick up collectibles that explain about the history, etc., of writing and printing presses and all sorts of things like that, which sounds really boring, but some of it was actually quite interesting. Yeah, um, no, I agree. And it's sort of fairly simple puzzle platforming, nothing too strenuous there. Um, but I quite enjoyed it as something a bit different again for a, probably a couple of hours or so I think it took to get through. Did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do the secret bonus level at the end? I did indeed. It was yes. really annoying. Yes, it was <laughs> yeah. very annoying. I yes. think uh, my takeaway from it was that it's a great little like you say, side-scrolling platformer, um, the two dots you control, the the point of, I don't know how to explain it, that the jumping from, if you're on the, on the right-hand side of a, a dot or the left-hand side of the other dot, um, the platforming element becomes very difficult because there's, there's no central point that you feel that you're jumping from. Um, so that last level was uh, particularly difficult because there was just silly gaps that weren't really uh, well designed I thought um, and and struggled with some of the platform elements but uh, the uh, the the collectibles that you get did you, did you read through all of them at all yes yeah okay. no I, I learned a lot from uh, playing through it and uh, like you say it's anything from cave paintings all the way up to HTML coding uh, and did you talk about famous writers as well? No, not no. It's very much about typefaces and stuff. So it's mm. about the where where the fonts came yeah. from, mm-hmm. um, what types of fonts were used in C- certain periods C- of time. Okay. Calligraphy. Okay. Yeah, calligraphy. Mm. Um, the printing press, um, and it. I, I quite enjoyed it actually. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, I think it was originally a, a mobile game, which probably makes a little bit more sense with right. with regards to sort of tapping the screen to jump. Um, as I say, the elements, the, the platform elements weren't as fine tuned as perhaps it could have been, uh, but an, an enjoyable experience. And I, I always like learning stuff when I'm playing a game. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, doesn't sound like my type of game, but uh, fair enough. Um, right, uh, I have been playing uh, World to the West. Now, I uh, must admit, I've, I've only you know squeezed about three three hours into this, so I haven't completed it and then so many games I had to, to try and, and, and fit in this month um, so World to the West is the successor to um, Tesla Guard which is a, a game that came out a few years back on everything like Steam PS4 etc Tesla Guard was a side-scrolling puzzler game where you, you had uh, uh, solved the puzzles with uh, using uh, electricity and, uh, and stuff like that for memory, I think was you had to move magnetism and everything like yes, that. Yes, yeah. magnetism or uh, uh, think, yeah. But so yeah. you had like red and blue, didn't you? That's so it. you either attract or repel stuff. So this one here follows from it, but they change completely. So it goes from side scrolling to an isometric view, uh, well, top view, 
um, you start the game starts it introduces every character like sh by chapter chapter one two etc every single character uh, uh, about uh, what they do there's about I think there's four characters and uh, the way it works um, you when you get to the point where you have all four characters unlocked there's these totem poles in the, in the world with the the, the, the four faces and you, uh, of, uh, of each of these heroes and you go up to that, that totem pole and you can change into a different character so if I'm uh, the girl that can uh, teleport forward so um, uh, I can uh, go into the totem pole and, and pick up this guy which can um, if there's sand he can dig sand and go under the sand and just uh, uh, like a mole and just uh, um, pass a, a, part, a, a specific part of the level now the interesting thing is I cannot go to the totem pole and access all four players the player needs to be there so if I, if I want to solve a particular puzzle which I'm going to need for the, the, the three players I need to navigate the place from wherever they are in the world I can they can teleport in between um, in between uh, totem poles they've been so that helps a bit so mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, I can pick one, teleport to the nearest totem pole he's been, and then make my way onto onto where this other character is. But uh, that's how you select them. So, so sometimes it's it's navigating. So it's a puzzler, anyway. So, uh, and because you have these four characters, one is like a a, a brawler guy can just punch uh, punch punch about. There's one that uh, the girl that teleports and uses um, staffed with with electricity, so she can. Um, uh, if there's a certain puzzle where uh, there's a, a platform she has to go from one side to the other, uh, she can just teleport to the other side, uh, like a short warp. More, more popular, that, that's the best word. Uh, warp. She can warp around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, a few issues with it. Uh, uh, I've, I've stopped, uh, part of the reason I stopped playing, it was lots of games to play. The other was uh, I'm giving them a chance to patch the game. Uh, because uh, unlike some IGN people, uh, I, I don't go around just... Uh, Bad mouth in a game. I'll, I'll, okay, the game came out. It should be right. Agreed. It should be right because it's not an early alpha game. But uh, I'll let them fix it. The only thing that was wrong with it is on PC. Um, uh, you can you can pick controller, uh, but then it, the, the, there's no controls map to it. And the problem is, it's not so it's not so bad when you pick a, con a game which has no mapped controls, and it goes like, "You want to play with joystick? Here we go. Can you map the, the buttons?" It's annoying, but it's fine. It's, the f it's when they go like, oh, yeah, you can play with the controller. And then I start playing, and then I'm pressing buttons, and I'm like, buttons, and, bu and nothing's happening. I'm like, how do I make this girl talk? How do I? And I'm stuck for like 10 minutes, like 15. I was thinking, I'm just going to email the developer because I don't understand what, what's happening here. And then I was like, hang on a second. Let me just go and check the, con the, 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 the mapping of the buttons. I'm like, nothing is mapped. That's why. So that annoyed me a bit, but, but I mapped the, the, to what I thought. You, and that's the other thing, because you don't know how the game is going to work. This is early on, so you don't know what's going to be the best one to, to, to press attack, mm -hmm. what, to jump. So kind of like, because I have no games and I played for a long time, I thought, okay, I think I know this is probably going to work. And I played the game like that, the three or four hours I played. But then I thought, you know, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll let them patch that and a couple of other things. But I, I, I like what they've done here so far. So far. And uh, yeah, so you have this, the four characters. Like I said. One is uh, the, war the one that can warp forward. The uh, name is Lumina. You've got the mercenary that can actually mind control creatures. So you can control a creature and use, it, use the creature to solve certain puzzles. Uh, you've got the, the miner boy, which is the one that can dig, dig through sand, uh, dig holes like a mole. And, uh, and then a <laughs> guy called Lord, which is a big guy. Wrestler moves, and he does. That's, that's one wrestler move he does, which he just jumps, and he does the old uh, uh, jump with the with the with the elbow on top of the person, which is quite quite uh, fun to watch. Uh, overall, I think it's a, it's a very interesting game. Uh, it's it hasn't grabbed me as much as Tesla Guard, though. Yeah, I saw it, and it just didn't appeal to me like Tesla Grad did. 
mm-hmm. to be honest. So I haven't tried it yet, although I have it. Yeah. At some point, I might get around to it, but it just doesn't. No, doesn't didn't uh, grab me like it was interesting it was interesting I I like games where you have different characters and you have to use different characters to to solve a puzzle I li- I like brothers for instance where you have to, but brothers is something else because brothers mm. you control them both at the same time it's something really special isn't it? but I, I I like it enough that I'm gonna still play it uh, and finish it but there's just a couple not many couple of things that they needed to just to tweak and I, I think there's been like three or four patches on Steam the automatic downloads patches for every game that mm-hmm. I, I have installed. There's been like three or four patches, so I'm, I'm sure when I pick it up now again, uh, I'll be talking in a future podcast saying, yeah, uh, actually, I've finished the game now, and it's 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 a recommendation. Uh, it will probably is a recommendation. I believe that when, when it happens. When it happens. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, but that was, uh, the name of the game was World to the West. Uh, right. Um, let's talk about a Bastard's Tale. Yes. You've been playing, what is this about? I think it's connected to World to the West. That's that's why I'm going next with it. Is there nothing to do with it? No. Okay. Uh, it's 2D Dark Souls. I knew something Ooh. to do with 2D Dark Souls. Okay. Can we stop now? Can can we can we go Monkey Tail like today? You know, I think you wanted to stop uh, the term walking simulator at some point, and I think we we need to come up with a better name for walk because I, I, like you, I don't like the term walking simulator. I don't like when people say it's like dark. Nothing is like Dark Souls. Everyone, th- everyone keeps using it's like Dark Souls, like Dark Souls as a. I'm raging. Uh, they, <laughs> they, use, they use Dark Souls as a as a as a thing. But anyway, I'm sure it is like Dark Souls. Go on. It is. So, if you see the um, the sort of thumbnail art for it, the the character looks just like Dark Souls character in terms of the armor and, and stuff. It and you, essentially you you do you just walk from left to right and come up against other people trying to hit you with sticks and swords and such. And I can't remember now whether it's a high, medium or low attacks or just high or low. So you can attack high and low or block high and low. It's very much like, in fact, like For Honor, but but 2D. Um, so you can change your stance to being in a defending stance or a attacking stance. And it's, yeah, it's just you have to be spot on with the with the timing on it or you're dead in a matter of seconds it's when you die do you lose your progress you go back to 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 a certain point yes do you lose some sort of souls or currency no it's not as complicated as that it's Mm. just you go back to the start of that level basically okay Uh, what uh, what is this on the uh, bastards bastards tale i was playing it on ps was one of one of the uh, games with psn uh no I saw it. I saw the name. That made me <laughs> chuckle. I saw, I, I saw the the dude who looked a bit like a Dark Souls dude. I I, I saw the um, the trailer for it, which amused me, and it was like one pound fifty or something. So oh wow, like I, you can't really go wrong. Like why not? I, I'll probably never play it again. It it did amuse me for a little while, but almost too difficult in in places to be honest. Okay. But yeah, it was it, it was good for for one pound fifty. That's you, a bastard sale yeah. available on a PlayStation near you, potentially on something else as well. well no, we haven't checked. It's monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's monkey tail. I tell you what, we will be doing on the show Google notes. It. On the show notes, if you go to to monkey UK slash sixty six, you'll definitely see it there. So uh, so uh, if you, if you if you if you uh, use the link on our show notes um, or in it on your podcast app. You will find it. You will find it if you forget the name. But it's quite hard to forget. A bastard's tale. I cannot forget that. Dishonored 2. I feel like this is on the show notes every week, every month. 
Are you still playing that, or is this a mistake? <laughs> is this a no, mistake? I, I, have, I have still been playing it. I haven't t- spoken about it for ever. Ah, okay. EGX, you talked about it. Ah, yeah. You know what? You know what? I think it is. I think. I think is because uh, Marius and I talk on the phone quite often. I think we we talked about this game quite quite a bit. So sometimes I, I find it hard to 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 differentiate talking on the phone to the podcast. Right, we haven't talked about it at all. No. Uh, I apologize, listeners. I'm talking rubbish. I'm going to sit back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's a weird one for me because it's obviously a brilliantly well-made game. The first one was very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, The powers and the the mechanics of the game are very strong. The... um, like the aesthetic is is very cool looking and the story is good but for some reason I played it for a, a few hours three maybe four hours and it just didn't click with me somehow I think if I played it again at a different time when I was in a mood for a different type of game for that type of game then I think maybe it would have been been better for me I think I got a bit fed up, fed up with the the stealth elements of it of when you get caught and everyone runs in and yes you can escape and run away but then it becomes a bit like a Benny Hill chase and just yeah I just found myself too many times dying and just repeating the same thing for someone to just spot me because I made a slight mistake or something and I I just found I was getting a bit annoyed with that and wasn't actually enjoying it Will it be better if when that happens the Benny Hill music came on? Always always be better (laughs) It would be more enjoyable wouldn't it? At least, okay, okay. Uh, but you're still going to try and complete it? No. Okay. You, 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 no, I'm done. I'm you're out. Done. You're yeah. done with it. Okay, fine. Uh, moving on from uh, Dishonored, we'll move on to the game by the same developer, but I think made by the team that actually made the first one, because I think this one was made by one of their B teams, uh, Dishonored 2. It wasn't really the, the main team, because the main team was working on Prey. And that's, that's what correct. I, and that's what I've been playing. And Prey... It's pretty good. <laughs> I know we talked about it on, on a previous podcast. We played the we we had played the demo. I think a couple of podcasts ago. Yes, and uh, and I hadn't played the demo because I, I don't play demo so much now. Uh, but I bought the game uh, maybe I think about ten days after it came out. The reason I'm saying that is because I know that there's been like issues with the the game not running well. I I had no such issues. I bought the game on Steam. I I've been playing it. I played I think good. 50 hours of it maybe I think 40 hours I'm, I'm, I'm close to the end and um, and I had no issues with it so w- w- what is uh, uh, Prey um, uh, having just said I don't like people describing games like uh, like uh, <laughs> Dark Souls it's not like Dark Souls at all <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not like Dark Souls at all uh, I've heard a lot of people saying oh it's like Bioshock it's like uh, well it is like Bioshock it's more like System Shock actually but essentially is System Shock Meets Deus Ex in, in space, <laughs> essentially. It's just uh, if you like Deus Ex games, this this is this this is this is the game for you. Um, uh, Deus Ex in, in terms of uh, you can um, there's more than one way to 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 to, uh, to, to solve uh, uh, to pass the level. You can uh, hack the door, or if if, if you uh, increase your hacking ability, or you can increase your uh, strength, and you can pick up a certain box. To, to take out of a place or, or to or to put some uh, somewhere else, so you can jump over it and jump access it uh, one way. You can um, talk your way into. So there's more than one way to to uh, to uh, to attack uh, the dish, uh, or the door, or, any, or anything <laughs> else by that matter. Uh, I think the weapons are, are quite interesting. Um, the glue gun being one of them. What I like about the glue gun is that um, you can obviously aim it at somebody, throw uh, uh, throw glue at them, and they and they. Uh, 
going to stasis for a bit, and then he could just pick another weapon or, or indeed the, the wrench and just um, give him a good whack. Uh, or you can use it to get yourself into really interesting levels, places. So you can, uh, early on, there was like this lift I could fix, and I didn't have the, the, the repair ability to fix this lift to go up to this top level. Um, and I could see there was other doors which I didn't have the key cards or the hacking ability to, to, um, to hack these doors to go up to this, to this mezzanine level. And I'm like, I really want to go there. I'm probably, I, can, I don't think I can go there, but I really want to go there. So then I studied the room. I'm like, okay, what if I... Uh, so I threw some glue, glue against the wall, made like a, a diagonal shape going up of glue, and then I kind of went into this uh, top of this uh, ticket machine. And then I managed to, by doing that, I managed to get to the top level, and I got some, some uh, gear I wasn't supposed to get, some weapons I wasn't supposed to get yet or was i i don't know that's what i think i don't know if it's designed that way or not yeah that's that's what makes those games what they are and as good as they are is that the design is such that it allows you to do lots of different things and make you it, they they try and make you think that you're clever and oh they'd never think of this and then when you can do it like oh they did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. and there was another another one where I got into this level, and I was definitely not supposed to be there. The reason I knew I wasn't supposed to be there is because there was this enemy, which is one that's now showing up a lot more, but it's way too too advanced. And you can see it's a it's an enemy which is more for when you are at the the end of the game. And, and uh, I struggled to, to to kill the enemy, but I managed to to to, to get rid of him. And then there was this office, and I look at the office, and I have, it's one of the ones where even if you're hacking on maximum, you need the key card. And the key card you find in a completely different place. And I was looking around, and uh, again, glue gun onto the side of the, this, this, uh, this wall where the, where the window is. I broke the window. I couldn't get in, in, in through the window because there was things uh, stopping. But I have a Nerf gun. And with the Nerf gun, I pointed at the button to open the door from the, from the inside. So I pointed at that, threw the, the, the Nerf gun at, at the button, the door opened. I'm like, great. <laughs> I went around and went through the door and uh, got, again, got the loot. Well, again, that was probably more designed that way because there's a button there for you to, sh- to shoot at. But at no point do they tell you, oh, yeah, you can shoot at, um, at, uh, at buttons and, uh, and, you, and you can open them. Yeah, it, it's like the Dishonored. They just give you the tools and say, off you go. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but w- what's the game? The game. So the game is set in. Um, you start uh, in the International Space Station. So this is an alternative uh, future, which I quite like games like that as well. And this is one where Kennedy has not been killed. Uh, so the space. Uh, by the way, they don't tell you the story. You, you find all of this through through reading stuff and and uh, and uh, and things in, in in the world. So there's no cutscene. There's no exposition going like. Oh, this is like this because Kennedy and I. No, you you actually discover again. They let you discover it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you take as much of the story as as as, as you want. Um, anyway, so Kennedy has, hasn't uh, died. So uh, um, there was an attempt on his on, on his life, but he didn't die. So the space race space race continued. That's why there's this big advanced uh, uh, the international space station is massive now compared to wh- what it is today. And um, uh, there's a uh, there's an outbreak of these aliens. Uh, they called mimics, and they can uh, they can um, they can turn into anything. They they can they can uh, mimic anything. So they could mimic a, a health pack, for instance. So if you, <laughs> if you if you're fighting about them, like okay, the health pack quickly, I'm dying here. Let me go and get that health pack. Uh, and then uh, you both together, you press you press the button to pick it up, and then it just jumps at you like, uh, like they look like face huggers from mm-hmm. uh, from Alien. Yeah. 
I've, I've jumped a couple of times, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, and so that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I really like those, those enemies. Uh, later on in the game, you, f- you, you have something you, c- you can t- put on that you, you can spot some mm-hmm. of them. But still, there's still the high-level ones which you cannot spot them. Yes? I'm right in saying that uh, as you progress through, the, the, the skill tree dep- sort of depends on if you become more alien or human. Is that, is that that's about again, right? That, that's, that? that's very much very District 9 on it, which I quite like. So you have an option to... And I'll try and skirt around spoilers because we don't like spoiling anything. But yes, you, I think it was on the trailers and you just said. Anyway, you, you can get some alien abilities. Uh, but uh, a certain somebody tells you or you find out from somewhere that uh, be careful because if you become an alien, certain defenses within w- within the the station will, will recognize you as an alien. So then they will shoot at you. So then you c- yes, you can hack those to, to ignore you. Uh, uh, so on this playthrough, and I think I am definitely going to do two playthroughs because it's a game like that. Uh, on this playthrough, I'm uh, 100% human. I'm not uh, throwing any uh, any uh, <laughs> any alien in me. Uh, maybe on the next one, I might go full alien. Uh, we shall see, but I, I, lo- I love that, and uh, and yeah. uh, so I haven't experimented with any of the the alien abilities, but that's things like uh, you know warping and stuff like that. But the the very much like Deusex, oh, uh, being able to hack high level things and and repair uh, turrets and and yeah. uh, reinforce turrets if you have high enough repair is as powerful as having the other things. So uh, I like the balance. Uh, in fact, the whole level design and the balance of it is—it's—it uh, just shows how much of a genius this this, this developer is at, at making games because uh, the way that everything fits in, you know, uh, every single level is connected. In, in, in um, especially when you go on your suit outside, the other thing they've done with the suit, which I quite like, when you go outside of the sp- when you go into open space. Is they, they they took away the oxygen thing? Even though it's quite a cool thing, you have to go keep getting oxygen. They just like y- y- you can see it was a decision they made at some point because there's oxygen bottles scattered around. But they're probably mm-hmm. like, you know what, fuck it, just let them let them uh, let them uh, enjoy themselves uh, out. And it's great. You can and you can still use all your weapons when, <laughs> when you're in space. Uh, and uh, it's great. You can uh, uh, going out out of the out of the the, the station and uh, looking back at it. And uh, and uh, sometimes if somebody. It locks you in a certain area of uh, wing of of the station, and you're like, okay, shit, I'm in trouble here. So you, there's there's actually one part where you you actually force outside of it, and you kind of have to make your way out into it again. But all the locks are 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 are, um, are, are uh, or the airlocks are locked, so you kind of have to be creative into how you get back inside the the um, the station. Very much like uh, like uh, movies like. Uh, um, uh, Firefly and stuff like that. It's uh, not movies, it's a TV series. There's a lot. There's a lot of influence from all these pop culture things. It, it's 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 a brilliant game. Uh, the other thing I quite like is they made recycling uh, junk uh, actually fun. Recycling is fun <laughs> on this game. So what, what do you do on this? No, no. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Uh, Marius is thinking item management. Not as bad as you think. Yes, that is item management. There is a certain amount of items you can carry. Uh, you can increase that. But everything you pick up. There's, there's these recyclers scattered around the whole... I mean, there's loads of them. You just go up to them, you drop all your shit into it, press a button, and it just uh, gets all these raw materials. You get the raw materials, and then you can go and... Uh, there's another normally, normally one next to it for you to build weapons or build ammo. That's it. You can just... Uh, you, it, recycling is fun because you go like, ooh, I need, more, I need more organic material. How can I get some organic material? Okay, those, those humans over there, that are, they're a bit possessed. <laughs> they're very much recyclable. <laughs> and there's a grenade, which is a recycling grenade. 
So he throws the grenade and then he warps everything into the grenade and turns them into materials. <laughs> so I've used that on on uh, on corpses. I've seen a lot of. There's been a massacre here, unfortunately. Uh, there's all these uh, dead bodies. I, I'm just recycling them, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I put them all all into a big pile. I mean, I'm talking like 20 of them. Uh, 20 of them into a pile, grenade into the middle, and organic material. I'm like, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> and off I go. Uh, no, recycling is fun. Uh, the game itself is fun. Uh, I like the, their, their look on this alternative future. There's this thing called uh, Looking Glass TV. So it's like... Um, Instead of being a VR, where uh, not VR, instead of being 3D, when you're looking at the TV, it, uh, things are jumping out of the TV. On this one, you can go next to the t- next to the TV, and you can look around like if you're looking through a looking glass, so you can see around the around the corners. And there was a part where, um, again, without sp- giving any spoiler thing here, at the beginning of the game, uh, you notice something. Okay, at the beginning of the game, you notice something uh, written somewhere, and then uh, there's a one point in the game where you, where you're looking at one of these looking glass things, and you go next to the glass, and you look to the side. And you see that thing, but now it's not scribbled. So you're like, ha, ah, <laughs> let me go back to that area of the, of the game where that was, and I'm going to use that, uh, that little, uh, what I've discovered, the information I've discovered, to do whatever. Um, without spoilers. And it's, uh, that's pretty cool. Like, you're like, ha, let me. <laughs> and then you actually have to write it down. You're like, oh, shit, shit, get my phone out, take a picture, because I'm going to forget that. But, uh, but then uh, you go, yeah, it's a game, that, like you said, Marius, that makes you uh, uh, f- uh, feel like, oh, I'm really clever at this. And it's not. It's just really well designed. Really good design. Yeah. It's up there as uh, uh, one of the best games I've played this year. Um, and um, and uh, I'll be very surprised if it's not one of my top five games at the end of the year. It's brilliant. And I recommend everyone to play it. It's absolutely brilliant. It looks gorgeous as well on PC anyway. Uh, it looks gorgeous. So um, really happy with Prey. Um, really, really happy. So that's Prey. And uh, we'll move on to uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Let's go with that one. Uh, Yeah, so I've only just started this week. um, So I'm probably only halfway through Chapter 1. I'm quite a fan of the Telltale games to a point. Um, This story seems quite quite, uh, interesting, uh, quite funny. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the Borderlands uh, universe generally. I have played, and I think I own all of them. The clack, um, clack trap, clap trap, clap trap. Robot. But I haven't seen him yet, so I don't know if he's if he's in it. But um, no, as I say I've I've only just started it this week, so um, I can't really comment too much. Uh, but so far, it's um, seems like an interesting story. Um, the a lot of people obviously complain about the the Telltale engine being outdated and crappy. Uh, but if I'm honest, I've not really noticed any uh, any problems with it. So uh, more more to follow, really, when, once I've played a little bit more of it. But uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I want, I'm quite interested in playing uh, Telltale, uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, that, look, that looks interesting. I, uh, I think I've heard good things about uh, um, Episode One anyway. So uh, I think I might uh, give that a go at some point. Um, it's one of those I wish I wish my iPad I got quite an old iPad I wish my iPad was uh, a bit newer because uh, I think it's a great game to play on an iPad mm. just to just to when you're messing about somewhere just to launch break or something yeah, yeah I, I like the, I did the first couple of seasons of The Walking Dead which were, were really good I haven't done any others because like I said I'm not interested in Borderlands and um, from, from what I hear it's it's largely irrelevant from the actual Borderlands games mm. it's just sort of set in the universe but the story itself um, very good this is what I've heard mm. anyway I know it hasn't had great reviews but I do want to have a go try the Batman one 
mm. they did just because I think interesting characters for Speaking them to Speaking of which, they're doing, they're doing the VR one or they re- I, th- I think they released already on, on Vibe so I need to get on that. You, you do need to I need on to get, that. Uh, get on that at some point. We, we, we live in VR Corner for last. We live in VR Corner for last. There's only one game in VR Corner. It should be in two but I got an injury. I'll you talk about I'll, I'll talk about more uh, more of that in a second. Uh, okay, a uh, c- couple more. Uh, actually, no. Let's go with your Easter first. So you, you put uh, you just they, they snacking on me. Have you re- just written this now? Dear Esther, no. That was well. It's top of the list, and it's been top of the list since I wrote the list. Uh, Dear Esther is a game which simulates walking uh, around <laughs> an island. Um, yeah, so I think it was one of, if not the first walking simulator it's genre. It's fucking boring <laughs> as fuck. Really, 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 really boring. There isn't much to the game other than you're walking around a, a, a Scottish Aberdeen. No, no, no. It's uh, boring. Ireland. I'm sorry. It, it, you know, you know when I have this rant and people go like, "Oh, Bruno, you cannot, you cannot say what a game is." This is not a game. This is not a game. No, you, you literally do not do anything. It, no, it's an experience. It, it, it's agreed. A bad one. It's, it's not a game. It certainly paved the way for games like Firewatch, which, which I know you're a, a big fan of. Which is a game, yes. Uh, but that's there's a little bit more story in, in Firewatch. But no, dear Esther, it's, yeah, you're walking that's, around. That's, uh, that's, no, no, it's, it's not a little more story. That is a story, and the other one doesn't have a story. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've been playing it. I played it through. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it, but then Good. I'm a fan of simulated walking games <laughs> okay when I said we need, so. to, well, <laughs> we, need, we need to come up with something better than simulated walking what about tailored ex- no uh, tailored experience no 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 that's not that doesn't work I don't, I don't think the podcast is the time to no but I'll tell you what we can do then Good, uh, uh, dear listener if you'd like, like to write us in uh, you can send us an email at uh, podcast at monkeytail.co.uk or indeed on our social medias on uh, monkeytail UK uh, uh, both on Twitter and on uh, Facebook or you can even uh, join our Facebook uh, community group and uh, and give us the answer uh, what do you think we should name it we need to change it we've changed names on a few things uh, and uh, we just we, we haven't been able to find a name for this one so uh, walking simulator is a pretty pretty bad name yeah but it's what you do so not necessarily I think it's going to stick but uh, what be yeah, I, I think I think it's too late I think walking simulator yeah. is here it, it's the fact the way that it's used it's used by many people as a sort of derogatory term I think quite often which is yeah and on, on the flip side of that every walking simulator I've played I've enjoyed um, I enjoy the, the narrative. What if you're in a wheelchair? What's it called? The rolling simulator? Uh, exactly. See, it doesn't work for everything. We need to come up with a better name. So write in. But and uh, uh, Hey, listen, we might not, not change the name on the industry, but we can certainly change the name <laughs> we, how we refer to it on the podcast. I'm and pretty sure we won't change the industry's viewpoint on change it. it. We can change how we refer on the podcast, and that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. So you're enjoying it. Regardless, yeah, I finished it. It was, it was fine. Um, it's obviously a, a, a far way off from the Firewatch and other walking simulators. Such I hear good things. Everybody's of, uh, gone to the Rapture. I hear, I hear um. no, that, they, <laughs> I heard that's pretty bad as well. Uh, but I hear good things about uh, that one that Joe was talking about a couple of podcasts ago. That uh, what became what remains of, of Edith? Yeah. Yeah. that's going to be uh, I wanna, something I play this month. I want to play that because that 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 sounds great. That sounds like the uh, uh, and what I've seen so far of it. The level design looks amazing and the the, the artwork looks cool. Uh, and I'm sure they would have taken some. Um, some takeaways from Dear Esther being yeah. one of the first. I, so I know it was one of the first. Don't knock it until uh, you... No, no, it's not... I, I'll tell you what, you yeah. I, I'll tell you what, it's not a game. I honestly don't believe it's a game. No. And I, I, I'll fight anyone that says it is. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't care. So, call it whatever you like. <laughs> call, call it a game, call it a movie, I don't care. Uh, costume Quest 2. 
we talked about this game before. It was the one we talked about. So this is a sequel? Yeah, I play, this is a sequel. What gave it away? <laughs> the two after, after uh, the game? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is that? Um, yeah, very cool. I haven't played too much of it, maybe an hour or two. I really like the first one. It's done made by Double Fine. Um, it's a, a sort of very light-hearted RPG. Um, you play kids in um, during Halloween, and the the way the the mechanics work, uh, you take on the character based on the Halloween costume that you're wearing at the time. So they have their their own individual powers that they can they can use when you've built up the the meter. Um, some of it's sort of button. Um, prompt so you you hit the button as you attack to to do a bit more damage and and stuff like that and obviously sort of defending and uh, and whatnot a, a very sort of basic RPG level and also sort of exploring and finding things within the level secrets and um, gathering sort of um, what they call materials for the the costumes that you that you make and it's just really nice sort of charming pleasant game really i quite enjoy it. it it sounds a lot like the charming and nice little game called south park the yes it, <laughs> it, it's very similar but to, oh, south park. It, it, factor yeah. red hole i'm so looking forward to that yeah it should be good um yeah in terms some of the mechanics and stuff in there it, it is it is quite similar to that mm-hmm. not as complicated it's a smaller game um so not as much not as wrong i would detail. imagine definitely not as wrong no um, you said you don't go inside not, the, not, a man's anus no, no. not yet maybe, maybe that's gonna happen when i say go I inside i mean you literally go inside your, the, your whole self when you mini- miniaturized uh, if you not play the uh, the stick of truth um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a Fractured Butthole. What a name! What a name for a game. That's Which a great... uh, has a release date now, doesn't it? It, it certainly it, does. Again, it cert- uh, I think it's, is it October? It certainly supposedly. Be. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, and we, uh, I'm looking for, forward to playing. There's some good games coming out this this winter or or, or fall mm. fall like fall. our Americans call fall. <laughs> that was my American accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, we'll um, we'll we'll end with a good with a couple of good games actually here. Uh, we're leaving the, the the big the big AAA to to the end. I'm I'm trying this new thing where we go through uh, small games, even though Prey is quite a AAA as well. But we go to small games and leave the big games to the end. Keep people entertained. If you want to hear the good stuff, you listen a bit more, or you stop listening, or fast forward, <laughs> and you can oh you fast forward, yeah. Uh, hey, listen, if you want to fast forward when I'm talking, it's absolutely fine. As long as you download it and you like and review, fine. I would like for you to listen to me, but if you don't, it's fine. Just just fast forward. I'm going to talk for the next 30 seconds as I, I introduce the next game, and then you can you can fast forward that if you like. Poyo Poyo Tetris is uh, what Ben has been playing. I have played it. Well, I've played the demo uh, on the Switch. It's Tetris. It's really good. I heard it's like Bubble Bubble as well. Yeah, it's, uh, so you can have up to four people... Uh, playing Tetris against each other and there's the, the Puyo Puyo element of it which uh, I believe was a, an original Game Boy game of some sort but I, I reckon it to, uh, liken it to Dr. Mario um, I hate good things about it yeah. but uh, yeah so you, you, you play against up to three other um, players and you're just basically trying to uh, make lines to send the, the blocks over to your opponents uh, to fill up their screen first uh, the, the demo itself it's just sort of you've got your your basic challenge mode. Um, first, first to win wins. Uh, but I understand that the, the the full game itself has a full on story mode, uh, different game types, um, and it will be something that I will be purchasing. Because, I'm uh, 
sorry, just a bit confused. How does the Puyo Puyo and Tetris come together? So uh, each each character you select, you can either play as Puyo Puyo or Tetris. Um, and so you could be playing two Tetris against two Puyo Puyo games. Um, and it, <laughs> it's my, <laughs> my head just exploded. So, so that the two games are not sort of combined into one board. You all play like one person will play Petra. Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> Tetris. One person plays Poyo Poyo. Yes. Uh, there is a game mode where everyone plays Tetris at the same time and it's on a time limit. So after 30 seconds or a minute, whatever it is, uh, the game mode switches to Poyo Poyo. Right, okay. And then you can then continue. That sounds good. That sounds um, interesting. It, it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to definitely buy it. Um, it's, uh, it's Tetris. And I mean, I bought a, a, a Game Boy last year just because I wanted to play Tetris. Um, no. And it's still a great game 32 years well on. i was i was trolling um, a troll on, on twitter <laughs> uh, which is one of my favorite things to do is when, when somebody's trolling and then you go and troll him so he was trolling uh, curve digital uh, we know some people at curve digital we like curve digital they make games like uh, swapper and stuff like that you know they make they make some interesting games and uh, he was uh, trolling because uh, i think uh, they had like a, a promotion on of like uh, 10 games for like seven pounds something like that. all that 10 games in that and the guy was like oh great but is there any, any good games in those 10 games like the guy was just, just trolling yeah um, uh, and then, uh, and then, um, he was having a bit of an argument with somebody else on it, like on Twitter, about saying, "Oh, it's uh, games that pick one, uh, one um, core thing, you know, like one um, one gimmick, and then they don't do anything else, just one gimmick, and they do the same gimmick every time." You know, games like that are, are terrible. Something along the lines he was going, and I'm like, "Yeah, like Tetris, terrible, isn't it? They pick one, th- and then the guy's like, well you know, Tetris is an old game, but then I was tro- trolling him because he kept referring to Curve Digital Games and I kept pretending I was talking, still talking about Tetris. But anyway, I think <laughs> Tetris, what, roundabout saying, I think Tetris is arguably the best game ever made. And I think it's quite hard to to uh, to, uh, to, uh, yeah. to argue against that. Sim- simple mechanics. It's just perfect. Infinite gameplay loop. It's, yeah. And there's those, have you seen those guys playing Tetris on those arcade machines, the ones where... Uh, oh, it's insane. When it gets to, when it gets to the end, uh, the... the uh, they go invisible the part the pieces so you need to to uh, you, you, you see what's coming out but then it goes invisible and all the parts that have been put in are invisible so you need to know where you put them and as, as soon as the part goes in in it, you see it on the side coming in okay you're getting a, a line but then as soon as it goes it's invisible so you cannot see it you don't know where it is oh wow uh, <laughs> that sounds cool but hard and and yeah. but all of this while the game is going super oh, yeah, fast this is, the, yeah they start it on like <laughs> level 99 or like speed 99 or whatever it is and there was a western guy as in i think a guy from america so so not none none uh, a japanese whatever guy guy that managed to to uh, to uh, to finish the game like for the first time he was crying and everything it was like uh, it was like uh, it's immense because then oh yeah what happens as well is towards the end that happens everything goes invisible but then the credits start coming up and you need to play with the credits going, <laughs> going, going over the pieces I, but anyway, that's what I'm saying. This game is being kept repeating yes. itself, uh, but all with the same core mechanic. I, I I think it's quite hard to argue against Tetris being um, well. As, uh, I up think, there, as well uh, as I think game. I will buy it and certainly uh, the highest selling game ever. Give you guys a game this afternoon if you if you want to stick around. We'll, we'll play some play some Tetris. So, um, okay. Yeah, it's sounds, really good. Sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah, right. Very good. And we'll end with a triple A. I heard shit. I heard this game is mm-hmm. shit. I have heard nothing but this game is terrible. This game is really bad. It's called Horizon Herodon. No, I hear really good things about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's uh, it's supposed to be uh, up there as uh, some of the best thing done in a, in a while. 
Yes, it's phenomenal. It's an excellent game. Obviously, Joe spoke about it on the podcast a, a, a few weeks ago. It's just really well made. It looks very good. Great graphics. The the story is told very well. Um, and it does the open world stuff really well. Um, sometimes I feel I can get a bit bored with open world stuff and just wandering around going and, and just doing same boring side quests and stuff like that but i've been doing all of the side quests pretty naturally as part of this as i've been playing through so i'm not even sure if i've done that much of the story i don't think i have but i've probably put 12 plus hours into it by now something like that and i'm still enjoying it a lot there's still a lot to get out of it um the the combat is interesting and and fun like i say the, the the story is put together and told really quite well um i like it a lot yeah because i think the, the 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 term going around when this came out is like uh what makes this game again sorry it's a uh, gorilla gorilla yeah uh, is that gorilla made a a, a far crack a ubisoft game that uh, that ubisoft cannot cannot do anymore yeah they, they have sort of out ubisoft ubisoft that, uh, yeah. that it has a lot of those similar sort of traits to mm-hmm. it but a lot of them done in a slightly different yeah. way so they work well um Again, you, you sort of mentioned it talking about something earlier. There is a bit of sort of inventory management. You have to go around and, and collect resources for um, weapons and ammo and stuff like that. Uh, so sometimes I, do, I get a bit annoyed with that. As I, I just want to. Mm. I like that. I like. I like. I like uh, inventory. I don't but, mind. I don't mind if it's done. If it's done well. Uh, I, I had the game. I. I. Uh, it was one of those games that happened at a weird time. I. I, I just had my Switch came in, and obviously with Zelda. Uh, and then my PlayStation, if you guys remember, it broke at the time. So I got a new one, and it came came with it as well. The, the game included on the on the bundle, and um, and I was like, okay, I'm, I want to play Zelda. Cause I, really, I was really enjoying Zelda, and I didn't want to get into it. And and uh, and I will, I will before the end of the year. And uh, from what what everyone is saying, I, I think I think I am really going to enjoy this, this this game. But yes, uh, uh, the testament to, to how good games like this are is when. Um, like you say, when you do a side, first of all, when you're doing a side quest, that doesn't feel like a side quest, and and more to the point, as it doesn't feel like, uh, oh shit, uh, uh, this is boring. I want to go into the the, the main mission. Uh, and games like that uh, are are great, you know. Open yeah, market. and and then like you'll pick up loads more as you quite often once you get to do that side quest, and then. Mm-hmm. And, um, if, and, and it colors in the, the the story as well, which which is yeah, I don't yeah, know if it does ab- on this game, but certainly games like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. It sort of all adds to the, the character of, of the place. Um, the map as well is a huge map. Um, just like in, in you're in the first section for a good few hours, and then you sort of didn't really need to travel very far. So I wasn't really looking at the map too much because everything was in a fairly contained area. And then you get one mission that's like miles away in there's like a fog of war that covers the rest of the map so that you can't see it and then you realize shit me that <laughs> this map is huge well that's what i found when i was playing zelda uh is uh, when you realize how uh, mm. how big the world is because zelda is ridiculous as well and and uh, and and uh yeah anyway that's the reason i haven't played it because uh, mm. i was playing but, zelda, but yeah i'll probably be playing this for a while because you know, like i say i'm 12 hours in i'm not really sure how far through the story i am um, I hear it's like a 60-hour game kind of thing. Yes, I think so, something like that. So it's going to be a a while. Are you going to aim to destroy the platinum on it? Um, I hear it's quite a straightforward... Yeah, I probably thing. will. 
Um, not definite yet. I'll see how I get on. If I continue enjoying doing all the side quests and stuff, that's basically what most yeah. of the, the, the trophy is about. So he's got he's got to, um, a vanquish to do first on on Steam. He's gonna do all the achievements on that first I'm not, again. I, I was thinking about it. I'm, <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to because I hear it's quite difficult. You haven't got what it takes. Yeah. Oh, don't say oh. that. No, <laughs> don't, don't say that because that makes me want to do it. That's, that's what I heard though. You haven't you got the. Uh, there's only one that you need to do. Forget about all of the others. There's one for completing. I think the six. Like there's some challenge. Uh, I hear there's, there's one a challenge map or something. Yeah. I think they call it. Yeah. And that is the only difficult trophy in the game. The others are no, pretty straight. I heard there was one where you have to complete the whole game and then if you die, you lose your upgrades or something. Oh, you have to do it without dying. But that's easy because you can cheap it and just go back to the, the main menu and then it doesn't register you. Oh, you can... Your, your death, yeah. Oh, okay, so that, that's easy to do. Ah, okay. the, doing Doing the six challenge modes... I'm, I'm with Marius now. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, when it comes to doing a platinum or doing an achievement... Um, if 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 uh, I mean I don't do it as often, but if if somebody is like the other, I know somebody on the other team and they uh, hey stop that so I can shoot in the head I don't care it's just like you know that, <laughs> uh, if if there's a way to to do it like a, a cheap way to do it I will do it because uh, it's it life's too short to uh, to, uh, to 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 <laughs> spend too much to I mean I always I used to be like you know like no no help a halo I, I got like the the thousand points without without uh, cheating or anything but now I'm like I don't care just hey you stay stay there don't move don't move. Shouldn't have. Thank you. <laughs> Move on to the next one. I do that now a bit. That's uh, one of the reasons I don't really like the multiplayer achievement. yeah. achievements because because of that it, it fucks up how people play the game and you just have people mm-hmm. playing Cheating in a specific it. way just to get yeah. the the trophy. So I think that can uh, fuck up with the the way the game plays and stuff. So I don't really like that. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I don't as well. But but uh, if I do like a. If I do it in a specific game, I'll I'll never do it in like a competitive game. I'll mm. only do it yeah. like if it was if but, it was. Um, yeah, Horizon, brilliant, uh, highly Platinum, likely maybe. to be on uh, top five of the year list. I would suspect Are at this the, point. In, interesting thing is that I played. I've said this now three times: uh, Prey, Hollow Knight, and uh, and um, Zelda. Obviously, there's uh, there's only three games out of five, so that still fits. I want to see what's going to happen towards the end of the year because I can only say it a couple more times. But the thing is, obviously, I always say with a caveat, I'll be very surprised if it's not there. Uh, that's the kind of like the caveat. But certainly, the, those three games I I, I, I said on, on my top five, I, I I find them I find it hard for any game to come out to beat that. But then there's games like Mario coming out. <laughs> <laughs> there's games like not anymore like Red Dead Redemption because that's been cancelled. But there's games like like that coming out. So it's delayed. It's, Delayed, yeah, I was going to say. It's not been cancelled. not coming it's out this year. Spring 2018. So it cannot be on my top five of the year, because it's not coming out this year. No, but it's not been cancelled. Adds up. <laughs> roll the back, roll the back. It adds up. It adds up. No. I cannot add Redemption, because it's not coming out. Is it not coming out this year for the game of the year? That adds up. If you, if you, that wasn't what you said. You said let, it was cancelled, but we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> let's let's, let's, agree, move that, on, let's agree that you're both, both wrong. Right, okay, so. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about this podcast uh, is that uh, it's halfway through the year now we've done six months of the year so we're doing a bit of a midweek midweek mid mid-year <laughs> mid-year update um so we're going to start with that a mid, mid, mid-year update quick one and then um we'll talk a bit about e3 ca- com- com- coming out in um in the next uh, couple weeks and uh, there'll be uh, one or two uh, e3 podcasts as well which will release around the e3 time uh, where we'll talk about all the conferences and then uh, End of the month, we return back to our normal uh, um, 
schedule of a uh, normal format, uh, more like it. So on this mid-year update, uh, I want um, us to, to say what has been our favorite game of the year and, 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 and why, just a quick one. Uh, the biggest disappointment, if, if any, and and, uh, and the, now the, the, the game you, you're most looking forward to for the, the remainder of the next six months. So I'll start with, with Ben. So Ben, what's been your favorite game this year so far? My favorite game of this year is Zelda, uh, because Zelda, mm-hmm. and because it's the only game that I've played that's been released this year. So therefore, no. my list of You played Puyo Puyo Tetris? It's a demo. So uh, okay. I suppose Puyo Puyo Tetris demo would be my number two. <laughs> uh, Type Rider didn't come out this year? Rider. I don't think so. It was a Maybe. PlayStation Plus game, so uh, I don't know. But uh, no, my favourite game so far is, is by far and away Zelda. Uh, I am still playing it slowly. But, uh, uh, Zelda is going to win all, all the awards at the end of the yeah, season. Uh, that would be a nice surprise. That's no know. surprise to anyone. But, um, well, unless Mario comes out and it's, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Uh, Zelda, okay, and um, what's your favorite game so far of the year, Marius? Resident Evil 7. Because of the VR thing, yeah. Yes, it was an amazing VR experience. It was great to have. That was the first proper full game that's in VR that I've I've played. Uh, other than a driving game, I guess you could say that a lot of the driving games are full games, but in terms of sort of traditional gaming experience that worked very well and didn't feel that VR was just shoehorned into it was a absolute um, part of the, the package and the, the experience and for me was absolutely the way to play the game it was very uh, good uh, and now that you mentioned VR I, I, I remember I forgot to talk about uh, super hot VR we, we, we kind of skipped VR corner don't worry we're not going to talk about it now we'll talk about it on the next podcast but just a quick one on that it's amazing buy it you, cannot, <laughs> it, you, you won't regret it we'll talk about it on the next podcast don't worry uh, yeah so uh, you played in VR and it's it's uh, it was, it was great. It was yeah. a, a great experience, and you played it with um, full-on VR, so the, you can move yourself without not a three-quarter movie. Yeah, just uh, a smooth movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my favorite game of this has been Zelda. It's uh, it's uh, because Zelda. No, no, it's been the best <laughs> game because it's been the best game this year because it's the game uh, that's been the most classic type of game, and at the same time, the game they innovated the most. Yeah. But innovated the most by not really, in, in not really coming up with any new things that you don't see in other games, but just by doing it better than everyone else. Like you were talking about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's not something new they di- they're doing; they're just doing it better. Yeah, Zelda absolutely. works. That's it, that's the, the beauty of it. I think it's just it's such a good game. It's been built properly, designed properly, it's, and it's just a really it's, good game. Uh, it's fantastic. And uh, the interesting thing is that I'm I'm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Marius to Marius playing the game because uh, I really want to hear wh- what he thinks uh, what he thinks about it because uh, I've got some strong feelings about it and certainly my best game of the year. Uh, having said that, pray uh, prayers come close. Pray is pretty special as well, but pray hits a different kind of thing. Uh, part of my brain of games I like it's the that uh, Ex style of game, but with space. And monsters and stuff like that. It's pre- oh, no, monsters, aliens in this case. It's great. And what's um, what's been your biggest disappointment, uh, Ben? Um, I had to think about this one, um, but Scalebound being cancelled uh, was probably the biggest one that I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know much about Scalebound. I think it was last year's E3 that I saw uh, a trailer, an update for it, and I thought that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, did, I haven't really followed much of the development uh, and then obviously it was cancelled in February 
but it's that's definitely my sort of game. Um, so it'll be interesting, as we talked about earlier on, if it um, if it does come back uh, under the same name, same style of game. Who knows? But um, no, I guess that would be my disappointment of this year if I had to choose. Yeah, that's 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 great. Yeah, well, um, it's, well, not great. It's, it's a good one. It's it's a bigger disappointment. I think, Maris, you don't have any any. No, I don't. To be honest, everything that I was looking forward to that I've played has been good. So I think it has it's been, been a very a, good a great year. year. So um, there's nothing that I was looking forward to that has turned out to be rubbish or anything. So I'm quite happy. Don't really have anything I'm disappointed about. That's because you haven't played Mass Effect Andromeda, which is my disappointment. <laughs> that's year. true. Yeah, because that game is bad. It's a it's a bad game. That's harsh words. Uh, no, it's not. It's not at all. It's not at all. And when I say it's bad, right? When you compare Mass Effect Andromeda with other space opera games, uh, you probably say, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda is, is a good game. What, what, what do you want about? No, I'm not comparing it to other space opera games. I'm comparing it to Mass Effect. And it's not better than any of the, the, the previous three. And, and arguably, it's worse than the... Well, not arguably. It's worse than the first one. The first one was probably the weakest out of the, out of the, the, the original three. And if you're going to do a, a start a new trilogy by doing a game which is worse, considerably worse, than, than the weakest of the previous trilogy, you, you, it's, uh, you know, it's... Um, uh, whatever the episode one was called, what was that called again? Star Wars episode one. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's like the Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. This is the Phantom Menace of Star Wars. Honestly, yeah, and, okay. the, and the characters look like Jajan Binks because of the the, the animations <laughs> that they had. It's a, it's a pretty bad game. It's pretty bad, uh, but you know, ever hopeful. They're, they're still fixing it. Apparently, it's getting better. I'm li- I'm giving them time. I'll give them some time. In a couple of months, I'll start playing again, and if it doesn't work, then fuck it. It's 30 quid down the, the drain or whatever much that, that costs. But, um, it's spent a lot more and a lot less, I imagine. I've Maybe. spent a lot more <laughs> on, and, and played a, 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 on a lot of games that I even started playing mm-hmm. them. But anyway, this one I was looking forward to, because I think, if I remember correctly, it was one of the games I, was, I put as my uh, most anticipated games of the year. So I'm disappointed it was that bad. Enough. Uh, pretty bad. All right, so um, that's um, that's uh, the disappointment. So we'll go from disappointment to what are we looking forward the most to? So um, we'll start again with you, Ben. Just skip the. the, the uh, yeah, very quickly. Just uh, I'm looking forward to playing Wipeout. Uh, I haven't played Wipeout for a long time. I think Joe's a, a big fan of Wipeout as well. Um, and and Marius, next city next year. So yeah, no, that'll be interesting to, to play through. I mean, I think I've got HD Fury and is it Wipe- the, the, the the Vita one, 2048. I've, I've got all the games already, um, but it'll be interesting to play through it again. Um, Never got into it. I always thought it was a bit rubbish, the game. Uh, not rubbish, it's just not my thing. It's just like, okay. It's too fast for you. It's, it's, not, it's, not, so, it's not that it's too fast. It's like, I, like ra- I like racing games because I like the, um, the either uh, simulator where you have to take the corners in you know, a specific way or, or the, the ones where you just drag yourself, uh, like drag, uh, drift around corners, stuff like that. I like that. Uh, on, on my part, I was like, yeah. It never really did it for me. It no. was, it was uh, but I know it's a loved game by a lot of people, and Maris is certainly one of his favorites. Yeah. It's just not 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 my cup of tea. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that and Crash Bandicoot as well, because again, it holds a place in my heart from memories of being a child and uh, playing those games. So yeah, yeah. those re-releases. Let me are... read that question again. What game are you looking forward to the no. most? What? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. What, what game? Crash okay. Bandicoot's a game. It, is a, a, it game. is a. It is a game. But one game, not 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 what uh, game is. That's, that's not, not what it says over that's there. There's no S <laughs> in it. 
Okay, looking for. Okay, you, you sneak that one in there. Okay. Okay. okay we'll, 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 and we'll... Destiny too. <laughs> 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 but no I was trying to cut them off I was trying to cut them off uh, it, this is uh, this is outrageous now Destiny 2 looks interesting to be fair I, I was quite surprised when I saw the trailer actually I, I played a lot of Destiny uh, initially until the, the first expansion came out and then I got a bit bored um, and dropped off completely but uh, seeing the trailer for Destiny 2 seems one uh, one of the guys I play PlayStation with, Vlad, is um, from uh, the Netherlands. He's a big Destiny fan. I think he put like three thousand hours into the first one or something yes. stupid like that. And he uh, is really looking forward to this. And he keeps going like, Bruno, but this, 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 and that. And there's this uh, X and F, and uh, the, the 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 weapon is changes. And now, and I'm like, honestly, just everything goes over my head. But uh, it looks nice. So uh, yeah, I'm not that fussed about Destiny or Destiny Two. But it was for me, it was good playing with friends. So and if you're not first of all, why are you putting on a... <laughs> no, it was, it was the Third. multiplayer playing this, with this. friends I know in real life and not just um, playing random people. You know what I want? Internet. I want Halo. That's what I want. I mean, Bungie's not going to do Halo anymore, but I want Halo. Because they're, they're, they're uh, not trilogy, they're... It's not called a quadrology, but whatever. Uh, quartet, that's, that's the word. It is definitely the word. That quartet of games uh, was... Uh, actually, more than quartet, because I think they made um, the other one as well. Whatever it was called. <laughs> Reach. Reach! That was the name of the game. Uh, their five games were amazing. Uh, right, that's the game you most looking f- games. Games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have one only, right? Correct. What is it? Tekken Seven. Okay, that looks good. Yes, it does. It's more punching people. Yeah, kicking people. You like more Tekken. Be- I what? like a beat 'em up. You no, like- no Mortal Kombat for a while. I know Injustice Two has just come out, but um, I'm definitely Mortal Kombat or Tekken. I think so. Um, yep, looking forward to that always fun no uh, uh, that's good that's good mine uh, actually I'm going to ri- read what I have written down here but I'm going to change it straight away because mine is Red Dead Redemption 2 but obviously we now know that's been delayed so I'm crossing that over and I'm just going to swap it with South, South Park um, um, uh, Fractured Butthole if nothing else just, say the <laughs> just, <laughs> just to say the name again <laughs> so what game are you looking forward to in 2017 that's what I'm saying that's why wow. I asked. until it comes out what the game has been announced to come out in October. Yeah, but it was also announced to come out last October. Okay, I can only go with information, the latest information <laughs> yeah. I have. Uh, I cannot, pr- pr- uh, you know, foresee the future. I'm winding you up. Uh, well, now. you're failing at it because I've yeah. just swapped the game that I know is not coming out this year for a game that, Might come as out far year. as we know, is being announced as coming out this year. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I don't mind people delaying games. Delay no. as games as much as you want. Just release the game. And this is what should happen to Mass Effect Androm. Delay as, as, uh, as much as you need... And it, I tell you what, yeah, even if you have to cancel it, yeah, it can't, if it's not good, cancel it. You know, don't or or release it saying it's fucked, free free to play. This is that's what's wrong with it. You know, maybe the community can 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 fix it. Do that. You know, great. You know, don't release a game which is broken, please, because mm-hmm. that's just not on. Right. Okay. So E three predictions. Put your E three hats on, please. You go. Yeah. You got your hat on. You got your hat on. Listen, there's no hats. This is, I've this got is, no hat. Uh, uh, I can't uh, remember. I've asked them to bring the E3 hats and they forgot. Yeah. So that's uh, outrageous. E3 predictions now. So what I've asked the guys to write down is uh, two predictions. Two. I hope you don't have like ten predictions now. Two predictions. Yeah. Predictions. <laughs> I've got a few. Predictions. You're going to give you a couple more. But if you... No, we, I'm no. getting a... a no. Judy no. Says, What's no. the name of the, the, the Billy Mitchell, the, the referee? Walter. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I forget the name. <laughs> Oh, sorry. On another note, it didn't quite get in there for um, 
things that we're interested in. Um, apparently, they're doing a musical oh, version <laughs> of um, King of Kong. They are, yeah. And by the way, if you haven't seen The King of Kong, go stop yeah. whatever you're doing now. Stop the podcast. Don't delete it. Just stop it for now. Mm-hmm. Go go and download or watch the, 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 the King of Kong uh, because it's uh, it's a fantastic piece of uh, movie making. It's, it's a documentary which is just brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. So w- go and watch that. Right. Anyway. Uh, you being Walter, I got Walter looking at me like, no, 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 only one prediction, please. Absolutely. So I've asked uh, the guys to, to give us a, a wild prediction because I like wild predictions. It needs to be wild. It cannot be something that's uh, not wild because we know it's going to happen. And um, and a safe prediction, so something which has not been announced, but there's a good chance it's going to come up. So we'll start with uh, Marius because Ben looks I like a lo- 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 lost person. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, Marius. What's, uh, Marius is also looking through <laughs> what, his notes. What do you want first? Uh, I want your... Uh, um, we'll start with the wild predictions, please. New Outrun game announced. <laughs> that is quite wild. <laughs> um, new Outrun... So, okay, so because it's a wild prediction, how do you want that? So do you want it on everything? Uh, or do you want it with the same style? Uh, like as in a new Outrun, but with the same engine that it used to have? <laughs> or do you want... Uh, uh, no, we, we'll, ha- we'll have a, an updated, better visuals. But, but, but still, it, it quite, should, yeah, quite straight still. Yes, it should be a, a similar sort of style. They shouldn't change the... I'm not looking for like Outrun to become a simulation game or anything. <laughs> it should still be very much the arcade style of the originals. But keep going, yeah. keep going straight, okay? Yeah, that is wild. I, as I much as wild as a, a new Road Rash. <laughs> that's as much as... Uh, uh, okay, that's, that's good. And give us a safe prediction. Uh, God of War, the new God of War game released in March. I'm going to go and say the 23rd just because I think that's a fairly... March, certainly, I think is a fairly safe prediction. March 2018. Of course, because yes. we've already passed March. That's yes. how calendar works. That's, that's how calendars that work. How, and that's calendars work. That's how many days and nights do we have on, on the, on the <laughs> 24 hours? <laughs> uh, okay, can I have... Um, ben, can I have uh, your... Uh, I'll go for uh, a release date for Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's is, what? Is a wild prediction. Uh, the, how is that wild? Because how, I'm pretty okay, the sure... Game, we know the game is being made. We know the game is being made. Yeah. Yeah, it was announced. Was a Lassie Tree, uh, Maris uh, Judge? Uh, no, the one before. The one before. Mm. So we know we know it's coming out, and he's saying a wild prediction that's the gonna, that's going to be an announcement of when it's coming out. How is that wild? Because I don't think it's going to happen. The other option, which I'm not allowed to do, because <laughs> the judge <laughs> is, is it just because Joe is not here today and he just took her, her place no, no, on no. breaking all the rules? I would love I would love a release date for Final Fantasy VII, but um, <sighs> I don't think we will get one because so that's. Okay, it's a wild prediction. We're due one, but I don't think we'll get it. What's well, your safe prediction? Uh, uh, let me guess. Uh, uh, safe prediction is that Red Dead Redemption is coming out next year. <laughs> is that your no, safe prediction? No, that wouldn't have been announced at E3. But, well, uh, I don't know with you. Right. Go, on, go on then. What's your safe prediction? Um, I, I reckon that um, Sony are going to announce a, a first-party VR new IP uh, for yeah. something. Yeah, I think that is that is yeah. more that, that is more of a safe prediction. That is also a safe prediction of equal yeah. standing. To and, your I, and I was thinking about it on the on the drive over today. Um, and I would like more to, than probably it will be, but um, a VR. Uh, what's it? Until dawn. Until dawn two VR. Not obviously. The, <laughs> That's uh, a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the Russia blood, but um, yeah. I think that would be a, a cool way yeah. of using VR. Any, with, any of you played Hollow Point or whatever it's called? Farpoint? Farpoint. Farpoint, no, I haven't. But, uh, I've, but, uh, heard, the I've heard that's quite good. 
Uh, I, I, what I hear is that uh, it's um, it's a great VR game, but if the, if you were playing the game with the a controller, it's sub- like a standard, like a, yeah. a, a, a shitty, yeah. uh, you know, very very by number uh, by numbers mm. uh, a shooter. All right, that's your uh, two safe predictions. You don't have any wild predictions this week. That's fine. Uh, well, unless I go for that other one that I've written down. Well, you wrote more than that's, one. That's incredibly wild. Go on then. Shut it down. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> um, my wild prediction, and this is uh, wild, is that Microsoft uh, on this E3, as, lo- as well as announcing Scorpio, they announced their own VR headset. The reason this is wild is because they obviously we all know they've been working on a, in a on an AR headset, but there's not been any talk about any VR headset at all. So this is wild, okay? That's why a wild prediction is. Outrun coming out, wild. Final <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Seven coming out is a wild prediction. It's been announced. <laughs> anyway. We'll see. That's my wild prediction. They come up with a, a new headset, uh, and it's going to come out, you know, in, the, in Christmas or something, yeah? My uh, not-so-old prediction, it's quite a safe prediction, is that they do announce a VR headset, but they say they're going to have Oculus support. As in, they, we know that there's already Oculus support with the, with the Xbox One in terms of you can play games, as in you can see them on theater mode, I think. I think. You can watch movies on it as well, if you have a... I think something along yeah, those lines. I think so. uh, but an actual with Scorpio with a, with a, with a new hardware inside that you, you'll be able to play... Uh, some games and the another very safe prediction is that uh, the games will be play anywhere so you'll be able to play them um, on the Windows Store uh, maybe by, a, by, a, by a, the Oculus Store or something along mm-hmm. those lines and um, maybe the crossplay will be with, with, with the Oculus Store I'm not sure but something along those lines and uh, on, the, on, on the Xbox unfortunately or, not, or, or maybe fortunately I got a revive anyway so I, m- I might still be able to play them so it's good because <laughs> uh, I would love something like uh, can you imagine like a Halo in, in VR that would be really interesting I think no, no. I think that would be really, really interesting. So um, that's my safe prediction. I think that's probably could happen. Um, um, that's 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 what it is. Right. So now we move on to the last part, and uh, yeah, this is for you, listener. You, you're the only one left. Everyone else is uh, fucked <laughs> off already. But this is only for you because you stayed. You deserve this now. We're gonna give you some. Uh, why don't you recommendations? We're gonna say, hey, why don't you try and watch this, or why don't you go and read that. So, um, Ben, what's your many why don't you? <laughs> no, well, I think, Mar- I think it should be Marius <laughs> first, because if I start talking, then that will uh, get rid of our, our last remaining listener. But, um, no, uh, my why don't you is uh, it's, it's a two-parter. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the bulk of it is to, to go and do a Tough Mudder. Uh, I did one last weekend, I did one last year. Uh, they're fantastic fun. They're brilliant. Um, that's that's re- what I feel. Really there's, there's like Wolf Run. What's the there, there's yeah, many, there's many of variants of it. I mean, uh, Tough Mudder seems to be a, uh, an expensive There's one called Go Commando. There's, there's all sorts. I oh, mean, they're, they're, they'll be spawning up mm. for, for the last couple of years. I always think it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, no, apparently it's like, uh, like fitness, like, uh, like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Right. But no, that is my why don't you. And go go do a tough mother. Go and do a tough mother. And I've got another two book this year. So if anyone fancies joining me at the end of July in uh, Skipton in Yorkshire, I'll tell you what you can do, Ben. Um, yeah, finish finish. And giving, the, the other book. one is uh, Southwest, which is 
uh, badminton near Gloucester, and that's at the middle of August, I think. So perfect. Could, could you just uh, put that on the website? Just just launch, yeah, yeah. launch an, a, an article saying tough mud, and this is the day. If anyone doing. fancies joining me, it's yeah. it's a good good day. Yeah. Do that, and if you if you go to our blog, which is at uh, monkeytail dot uk, uh, it will be there. Um, you just search for, for search for Ben if you need to, but it will probably be there. One, one of the latest uh, articles. We don't post that much on it. <laughs> we post maybe one article, two a year. No, a, a month. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes let's not, let's not commit to anything. No, we're committing to we put that in because that's easy. Uh, right, that's uh, that's good. Thanks, thanks for that. And uh, hopefully the, the listeners will, will join you and um, yeah, you know, and, and uh, everybody's uh, welcome. Uh, and do a bit of a, of a race with you. Uh, right, Marius, what uh, what is? Yeah. Uh, why don't you? Is why don't you watch Hunt for the Wilder People? Why do you put yes, Joe? I didn't. Oh, did, did Joe write yes, yes. there? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, uh, stop writing on other people's <laughs> boxes. You've got your own box. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so this is a movie. It's got Sam Neill in it. It's the only person that I know um, it, in the movie. Uh, it's set in New Zealand, so big New Zealand cast. Um, it's The story is basically about this foster kid who, who gets put with sort of the last foster um, family, he's fucked all the others up, and it's sort of he's got to make that one work, or it's, yeah, less, it's, it's into juvie type thing, yeah. yeah. And through circumstances, it ends up him and the the sort of father, the foster father, Sam Neil, uh, out in the bush in New Zealand on their own, and there's they're, uh, a sort of manhunt for the for the two of them, and it's sort of about their relationship and and sort of how the um, the wider public are viewing the their sort of run through the through the bush. It's really good, um, very funny. There's some weird stuff, like weird <coughs> weird humour in there. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, it all because it, it's just worth watching. But it's one of the best movies I've seen for Long a time. considerable time. Yeah, yeah it's I, I very hear, good. I hear very good things. Uh, first of all, how can we watch it? Is on Netflix or Netflix is okay. how I watched it. I'll have a look at that then. Uh, marker mode on the um, on the entertainment, uh, which is a great. What well, in fact, it's the best movie podcast out there. Uh, there's some good ones. This is the best one. If you, you know, you can li- listen. That, that by the way, that's not my recommendation. Anyway, he, he talked about it and he um, he really liked it. And normally, you know, uh, when he says something is good, it, it tends it tends to be good. I mean, is it, is uh, hardly uh, ever wrong. Um, my recommendation is another Netflix thing. Uh, this time, this time, I think it's my first Netflix recommendation. I normally go for audiobooks, and it's uh, a series called Master of None, and um, this is on the second season now. This just got released on um, on Netflix, and uh, it's it's written, uh, I think, uh, directed a lot. He directed a few episodes, and certainly stars on it. This uh, Indian uh, American actor uh, called uh, uh, Aziz Ansari, and the first one is um, it's, it's very modern. It's about uh, dating and, and uh, New York life, uh, uh, but it's very modern. Very like there's Tinder, there's uh, all of these things. So lots of um, it's very funny as well. So so lots of things happening. You go like oh yeah, I've, I've done that, or or, or, or it uh, you know it's 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 very modern uh, and it's. Uh, very Woody Allen, I think, in 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 in, in some c- certain aspects. But um, the first season revolved around this arc about this girl he he, he, um, he has a one night stand with, but then she uh, the the condom kind of like uh, breaks, and then they they do the morning after pill, and then they kind of like start dating after that. It's weird. It's like a boy meets girl, and mm-hmm. uh, and there's the like a, the, your rom com like uh, 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 style, but you know. But, 
rom-com is probably f- uh, you know um not describing it the best way I can. But anyway, so but then the second season now that started, he, he kind of like took a different approach to it. So every every episode is like a theme. Uh, well, the first one was like that, so but more more so on this one. And there's one episode on on the second season. I think it's episode five, where his group of friends that he, that he, he hangs about with, it, it, it starts and they're all talking to each other like blah blah blah. And then they pass next to this hotel, and then the 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 guy outside of the hotel, the guy that uh, forgot the name now. What's the guy that uh, opens the door? The, the doorman, but the, the the one that takes the doors, the the there's a name for it. The one that takes the bags up and everything. Whatever. The bellboy. Yeah, the bellboy is there, and then then the camera starts following him, and then and then you're like, okay, what's happening here? So then 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 you're following his his story, his, and then and then uh, he's talking to somebody else, and then and then that person goes, and then he follows that person. So he keeps following different different people, and you go like, wow. And this is like it's called New York, the the the, the episode, and it just goes through throughout this. Uh, and at uh, one part, he goes to this woman, which is uh, deaf, and then she, uh, and then the whole, the sound all completely goes. So then you just see sign language, and then and then uh, uh, subtitles, and everything just goes silent, and and you really see how um, you kind of like appreciate more New York from a different uh, perspective, because mm. uh, from a, from a, anyway. So it keeps on going like that. I thought it was one of the best episodes I've seen in a long time of anything, and uh, the whole sh- the whole show is like that. It's it's great. It's uh, yeah, sounds yeah. good. I've heard a few people say it's very good. Yeah, I highly recommend it. So um, so that's uh, Master of None, and uh, thank you guys for your recommendations as well. Uh, that brings us uh, to to the end of this uh, this uh, podcast. It's, it's, it was another good one, and um, no, that's it. The last listener just dropped out now. So, uh, <laughs> so this plug is going to go to to no one. But um, yeah, uh, all of the games we talked about are on our. Um, uh, on our show notes uh, that you can find at uh, uh, monkeytail uh, uk sorry monkeytail.co.uk slash 66 and also on your uh, um, sh- show notes on, on your podcast app uh, or most mo- most show notes on most podcast apps uh, so you can uh, you can uh, go on your links uh, sometimes we put uh, affiliate links on, on, on our on those links uh, thanks to Amazon so if, if you buy the game there we get a bit of a cutback you don't have to but that's one way you can support us but certainly you can uh, use the links to, 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 to find the games we've been talking about you can support uh, our charity of choice, which this year is a special effect. We chose that charity this year for our 24-hour gaming marathon, which we'll be doing on the 25th of August, which is the bank holiday um, uh, weekend. Uh, and um, you can go to justgiving.com for slash monkeytail2017 um, uh, and uh, donate. Um, uh, obviously, uh, all of the, the procedures, procedures goes to go straight to, to, to this uh, great cause. Uh, special effect is... Um, uh, charity that works with uh, kids and uh, young uh, adults that have uh, disabilities and uh, they want to play uh, video games, but uh, they might have a uh, motor disability, so, so they cannot might not be able to to to, uh, to pick a controller normally. So 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 they come up with uh, ways and instruments where they can uh, still enjoy all the games w- w- we like playing, but uh, by using this um, uh, this. Um, Customized uh, controllers, uh, and uh, I think they do great work. Uh, we the, the first charity, we, the first uh, 24-hour marathon we did, we actually uh, use special effects. So they're great people, great cause, and um, um, it's a charity. Not uh, sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes. Most of the time, when I'm uh, asking for people to donate, like face to face, they all say, "Who special effect?" It's not a charity that people have heard so much about. So uh, so. I think even more, uh, uh, the, the, you know, that's one people should give is to charities that do, do great things, but uh, unfortunately they don't have the, uh, you know, it's not like a Mary Carey or, 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 or that everyone heard about, uh, has heard about. So yeah, that's a special effect. And if you, uh, we'll have the link on our on our um, 
show notes uh, now for for the next uh, few months until until we do the um, until we do the um, the marathon and certainly I think for the maybe the couple couple weeks after that um and uh, we'll have it on our website as well I'll make it visible visible certainly on our website as well uh, and on our twitter because it's it's a great cause and uh, and I don't know what the target is this year I think we're probably going trying to raise another grand or something see if we can do that that'll be great uh, I think we beat our target every year so far so it would be good if we could uh, if you could help us do that again uh, and um, yeah so that's uh, that's great if you could. And um, on that note, I'm going to end the podcast now. I have been Bruno Pinto. I've been giving multiple answers for a question that only needs one answer. <laughs> I've been thinking <laughs> that drinking two glasses of squash before during the podcast is a bad idea. Okay, that's great. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Don't call, me, don't call me baby. All right, look at... Uh, is that baby, didn't he? I said maybe. Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> no blood. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not in the corner. Dirty dancing joke. All right. Nobody okay. puts baby in the corner? Uh, nah, never mind. <laughs> 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 no idea what's happening. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to get the intro wrong like five times. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit everything and I look like a genius. <laughs> Uh, your editing is not that good. My editing is as good as the sound. Because what, <laughs> what, what happens is uh, uh, this will happen. <laughs> and then I'm like, shh, shh. And then I'll start and you're still like laughing a bit. And then when I try to put everything together, it's like, nope, you can see there was a cut there. If we all like this, very robotic, I've stopped speaking now. <laughs> I can't. Nope. If it was like that, I could easily edit and you go like, nope, no, not as anything. So I can only edit as you know, what I have. Good workman never blames his tools. I haven't blamed my tools. I'm blaming the, the source material. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> touche. So there you go. Right. Hello and welcome to the Monkey Tail Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Monkey Tail Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we don't do that intro anymore. <clears throat>